You are listening to Holy Words from Holy Cross, the sermon podcast of Holy Cross Evangelical Lutheran Church in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. We hope you find these words a blessing in your daily walk with God. Please visit us on the web at www.holycrossnazareth.org or in person at 696 Johnson Road, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Don't be all else to me, save that thou art. Ah, let us begin with a word of prayer. Gracious God, we thank you for the liberty we enjoy to come and worship you according to our conscience. And on this day when we thank the soldiers who have established and protected that, we thank you most especially that our Lord Jesus Christ is a warrior on our behalf, having trampled down the powers of sin, death, and the devil. Lord, we ask that now as we gather to hear your word, we are fortified by it for our time. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, so yeah, this is, of course, Veterans Recognition Sunday. And we've already said it once, we've recognized you, but I want to thank again all of our veterans of any and all services uh, for, for what you have done for us. and our, we, we honor our veterans because um, it is because of their sacrifices that they, we enjoy. We enjoy the blessings of peace, the blessing of liberty, the blessing of future of our prosperity. All these things are established uh, by our soldiers and, and over time, and we thank them for it. Um, this is also the reason, honestly, why we celebrate saints' days or why we decorate our churches with the memory of, of our saints. Um, this is St. Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, or a good part of it, at least. Um, he's carrying a sword, not because he's going to battle, but because that's what he got beheaded with. Um, because of the sacrifice of people like Paul and Peter and John, whom we know from the Bible, but countless others throughout time, we have had the faith passed on to us. The stories of what God has done for us for the sake of our salvation. And by remembering their sacrifices, we are encouraged and strengthened to make sacrifices of our own. Because all soldiers make sacrifices. Not necessarily on the battlefield, but they make sacrifices of their time with family, of their liberty, of things they would rather be doing with their time. (laughs) I know this, I I, uh, tried to enlist back in 1990, um, and I was rejected for some health reasons, but uh, I, I was enlisting to become a member of the 393rd out of Middletown, Pennsylvania. They were, it was a music group. I was a music major, and I would have been entertaining the troops uh, at that time in what was Operation Desert uh, Shield. Um, I ultimately didn't get to do that, but if I, even if, I, if I'd gotten in and been there, when I wasn't playing my horn, I would have been standing guard. Uh, holding a rifle and that was just after the bombing in Lebanon and so it was very in my mind that standing guard was not something that was necessarily just safe duty (laughs) Um, 
these saints we honor to strengthen ourselves and remember God's faithfulness in and through them. This is why the the hymn we sang last week was... uh, is one of my favorites. Uh, you've noticed we sang all eight verses uh, for all your saints last week, um, four at the beginning, four at the end. Uh, and you probably noticed at the end when I stand at the back and say, go in peace, and you all respond, serve the Lord, my voice sounded a little funny, a little, Ooh. kind of fighting that today too, but today it's from allergies. Well, it's because that's one of my favorite hymns. And that last verse where they're marching into Jerusalem and they're singing in, in victory and joy. Is because it, it's, it's hard for me to sing it. I'm, I break up every time I do it because of the preceding seven verses, which detail for us the struggle of living a Christian life. If it's ever felt hard to be a Christian, hard to believe, if you feel assaulted by doubt and temptation and difficulty, you're not crazy. This hymn reminds us that being a Christian is is difficult in this life because the enemy is out to get us. The verses of For All the Saints, just a few highlights from those eight verses. Speaking to Jesus, you were their rock, their fortress and their might. You, Lord, their captain in the well-fought fight. As we think of those who've come before us. And then we pray for ourselves that we might be like them. Oh, may your soldiers, faithful, true, and bold, fight as the saints who nobly fought of old. This is one of my favorite verses. because Anyone who's been played competitive sports know what it, knows what it's like when the, when the game's going against you, when you're tired and not sure where you're going to get your resources from. And then suddenly there's that little turn where you have that hope you might win and all of a sudden your energy comes back. When the strife is fierce, the warfare long, steals on the ear the distant triumph song, and hearts are brave again, and arms are strong. And of course the turn towards the victory is the golden evening brightens in the west, soon Soon to faithful warriors comes their rest. And it does come to us soon. The struggle is but for a time, the victory for eternity. And so we sing these songs to strengthen us as well as give thanks for those who've come before us and honor them. We all like our faith to be like a garden. Everyone loves to sing and he walks with me and he talks with me and we do that. That's wonderful. We love those times of peace with our Lord. But peace in the garden comes from the protection at the wall. Our new new sensei, who is a profoundly Christian man, introduced us to this quote by Miyamoto Musashi. It is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. The gardener isn't prepared when war comes. The warrior can fully enjoy the garden knowing at what cost it is protected and ready to demand the defense himself. And that's what our psalm today is about. Psalm 130 is about that hungering for the end of one's watch. I've only ever once in my life sat the nighttime watch. It was a Boy Scout camp and we had an enterprising black bear that was nearby. We were in tents. Um, So some of us had to stay up all night and watch for the bear to come. And when it gets to be about 4.30 and it's the darkest and coldest, you're really ready for sunrise. You're ready to be off duty. And that's why our psalm today 
The psalmist repeats, I, My soul waits for you more than watchmen for the morning. And then he repeats himself, More than watchmen for the morning. Because Hebrew doesn't have the word very. You want to make you want emphasis, you repeat yourself. This is why the prophet Amos is thinks it's ridiculous. And people say, I'm waiting for the day of the Lord because they think it's going to be the garden. The day of the Lord is a constant theme of the Old Testament and it's when God shows up and sweeps away the battlefield opposed to him. That's when the war gets hot. Nobody, every person I know who trains for battle, whether it's in martial arts or in the armed forces, is desperately hoping they are not called to action. You prepare for work you hope to never do. (laughs) But you prepare. But you prepare so your strength can be at the disposal of your commander-in-chief and at the service of those weaker than you. And that is what our parable today of the ten virgins is about. It's about being prepared. Because you don't know when you will suddenly have to jump to action. None of us knows. That's what discipleship is all about. Discipleship is about training. It's about not just believing in Jesus, but training to serve Him. Never knowing when the call to action will come for you. This is the streets of Paris, folks. And not years ago, days ago. I think of Paris, I think of, you know, sitting at some cafe and sipping espresso and looking up at the Eiffel Tower. This is Paris now because the president had the audacity to change the retirement age. They're running out of money. People are retiring too young. They ask people to work a little bit longer. I don't think any of these people are thinking about retirement. I think they're just hoping they get home alive tonight. Can you imagine that that broke out around you? Suddenly you have to jump into action. But that's not usually what the spiritual life looks like. It could. But it's not usually what the spiritual life looks like. Battle in the spiritual life usually looks more... Run through your Ten Commandments, folks. That's, you're going to have a pretty clear picture of what the spiritual life battle looks like. looks like this. And all of a sudden, it makes a great deal of difference when you're facing temptation, whether you've been complaining a lot about your spouse or praying with your spouse. What are you prepared for at that moment? When you get angry. Even when the instigation is valid. Do you follow the world's ways which says if you're not offended, you're not paying attention? Or do you trust the word of the Lord? James 1.8 which says your anger will not produce God's righteousness. Something I know from just even from sparring in, in uh, martial arts your opponent's anger is a gift to you. Because they'll make stupid mistakes. You don't want to be that person when the enemy's coming at you. Or like this. Even if you're not looking at stuff on the internet, you shouldn't be. These little things that ping in our hands constantly are a constant distraction from the people around us. God has given you people to love. We have to be careful and measured with how we use this technology so we're not sitting with the people we love and texting the people who aren't there all the time. Paying attention to those we love. 
in a distracted age, or how we use our money. I get the nicer car or the, the slightly more modest car because with the modest car, I have more money to give away, to do things with that are important, to give to the church, to the poor, to this or that good cause. This is what the battle of the spiritual life looks like. In addition to, as we'll sing about in our next hymn, about the assaults that come internally from our own doubts and appetites, we have to be prepared for the battle not because the Lord wants us to fight, but because we were born in the midst of it, folks. Now, He has made the ultimate victory, but there are battles yet for us to participate in on our way to that victory. And those battles sometimes actually do look like that original picture. In 2018, in California, Ian David Long walked into a bar and started shooting. He had scoped it out ahead of time and he knew that one of the sheriff's assistants was there. And so he watched for him to draw his gun and shot him first and then proceeded with a laser scope or a laser pointer to to shoot everyone he could. He was attacking that bar because it was full of college students. And at his, in his mid-twenties, he thought he'd already made so many mistakes with his life, it made him angry that other people were going to have opportunities he didn't think he had anymore. So he decided to take out everyone else out of envy. As he paused, well, I should say before that, as soon as it started to happen, a group of young men threw people to the ground behind the pool tables and put their bodies over top of them to provide a human shield in the middle of the panic. And as this guy paused both to reload and apparently to upload pictures to social media, they took a bar stool and threw it through the rear window of the bar and started getting people out of the bar. And when they got people out, they came back in and got more of them out. And they did this again and again. Matt Wennerstrom was the leader of this group. They did this again and again until the guy with the gun shot himself. When he was interviewed, this is him, of course, just after the incident, when he was interviewed after the incident about why when everyone else was panicking, when everyone else was hiding, he was able to stand up and do something. Here's what Matt Wennerstrom said. He said, my life is taken care of. I know where I'm going if I die. So I was not worried to sacrifice. That's what it is to be prepared when the moment, when the crisis comes. Unfortunately, in March of 2022, Matt Wennerstrom was killed in a motorcycle accident. Soon, soon to faithful warriors comes their rest. And it does come soon, whether we live to be 24 or 104. The time of our struggle is short compared to the eternity of the wedding feast of the Lamb that has no end. Bishop Brooks Westcott said this, he said, Great occasions do not make heroes or cowards. They simply unveil them to the eyes of men. Silently and imperceptibly as we wake or sleep, we grow strong or weak 
and at last some crisis shows what we have become. All this talk about discipleship you hear is all about us becoming strong for the moment of crisis when it arrives. Because for us, that moment of crisis is not the turn towards darkness, although we may have some dark moments. It is a move towards the light. We know what is awaiting us, and so we are strengthened. We are strengthened for the moment of our service. Service to others in love. Service to our God who is in glory. I love the way the the hymn I was talking about concluded last week. Soon, soon to faithful warriors comes their rest. Sweet is the calm of paradise, the blessed. The calm that comes when struggle is over. And as that last verse commences, from earth's wide bounds, from ocean's farthest coast, through gates of pearl streams in the countless host, singing to Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Singing, honoring Him who was the warrior before us, who put down our ancient enemies, whom we serve as our Lord and King, and who empowered us to serve faithfully in our time. Would you join me for a word of prayer? Gracious God, we thank you that you did not stand at a distance from our oppression, but that you entered into it. That you allowed death to crush you on the cross so that you could rise victorious beyond it and so open the door for us to eternal life. Help us, like the wise virgins, to be ever ready. Help us to be honest with ourselves about the state of our spiritual life so that if we are unprepared, if we are growing weaker, we remedy that now while there is time. Grant us faithful people to encourage us, knowledge that will fortify us, and through your Holy Spirit, reignite our faith. So ready for anything, we can enjoy the garden you have given us and pass it along faithfully to those who come after. We ask it, Lord, in your precious name, which is forever Jesus the Christ. Amen. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that Thou art. Be Thou my best thought in the day and the night. Waking or sleeping, Thy presence my light.